0: This is The Daily Undoing for February 20th, 2019. I'm David Cadet, and together with Mark Bobin, we're undoing the way marketing is done. Warning, this podcast will make many references to the F-word without actually saying the F-word. So if you sometimes have us on in the car with your kids and they're there with you now, expect to hear many giggles. In 2016, I read, or rather listened to a book that had me riveted from its title straight through to the last word. The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F by Mark Manson. The title did its job. It lured me straight inside and kept me there. Like other books on Audible, I listened to The Subtle Art multiple times, but unlike those other books, I was not moved to purchase the hard copy. Like the 2011 children's book parody, Go the F to Sleep, there was something about hearing the word being used repeatedly than there was about reading it. But then... Go the F to Sleep had the advantage of Samuel L. Jackson doing the reading, and no one drops the F-bomb quite like Jackson. I don't want to ignore the significance of the subtle art as a literary work. The message of caring less about what people think and caring more about what is important was what made it a New York Times bestseller, more than the title. But the title, for sure, was the curiosity springboard that caused many to pick it up and thumb through it before making the purchase. The subtle art of not caring what others think would not have come close to the same effect. Manson's F-giving was not the first to the cuss-fest, but it seemed to open the floodgates. The aforementioned children's book knockoff probably holds a clearer distinction as first mover, but it was a parody, not a serious attempt to stimulate original thought. Sarah Knight's 2015, The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving an F, How to Stop Spending Time You Don't Have with People You Don't Like doing Things You Don't Want to Do maybe holds down the first F-bomb titled book in this current trend. And it is a trend now, ironically, that has lost its mojo. For better or worse, we don't give an F anymore about F in the title. And yet, the F title books just keep coming. A recent search through Amazon titles simply typing the whole F word produced 75 Pages of possible results. Many of them were knockoffs of the care less what people think genre. Several were coloring books. At a glance, most were in the motivational category, touching on everything from anxiety to Zen. And there are more coming in 2019 and 2020. The question is do we give an F about the F word anymore? Is it really the ultimate symbol of defiance if it is so commonly used? and our authors and publishers now doing themselves a disadvantage by attempting to shock our sense of curiosity through its usage, which is now rampant. There's something similar happening over in pop music, although it's sort of in the early stages. What is Ariana Grande doing sprinkling the F-bomb into her songs? Can we trust no one with our children's ears anymore on radio? But it got my attention, for better or worse, whereas in publishing, the F-bomb has become so commonplace, it is, well no longer a bomb. I cannot comment on the literary merit of any of these books, nor the hundreds of others that attempt to use any of the other common curse words in their title. I hope for the author's sake, having some appreciation of how laborious it is to create a manuscript, much less get published, that they do not bet the farm by using foul language in the title. That alone will not differentiate it in 2019. Sadly, we are desensitized to it. The upside of the downside of this trend is that it forces us away from the notion that crassness is creative. Hint, it is not. To us, it's just another interesting topic in an endless expanse of things to undo, which we bring to you both at undoing.ca and here on The Daily Undoing.